Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's culture podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons starting with Noel Shefflin. What? That wasn't great. <laughs> Tony Smith. What and it yes, do? it was. Whose man's is this? Baby Boo? What it do? Whose man's is this? <laughs> and Jeremy Lee. That sign of kind of dirty chody young. I'm loving the fusion. Here. Yeah, the energy is uh, the energy is here the crew. on this episode. Crew. We literally just got offset True. for our new minute matchup. That's right, guys. It's a new minute matchup, and it's coming out soon. Mm. How yeah. soon? Actually, no, I know. I know the date. <laughs> I, I, yeah. For once, we actually have a date for something. So yeah. actually, we're the opposite of Jon Snow. We do know. Some things. Some things. Yeah. Something. Some things. I guess, I guess John does know some things. He knows a lot now. Yeah, I mean, technically, <laughs> he does. He he also knows that he loves her. Okay, so we've come to find out that our audience doesn't really care about Game of Thrones. Guys, I'm curious. How many of you guys actually watch Game of Thrones? How many of you like Game of Thrones? And how many of you don't like Game of Thrones? How many of you... How many of you out there have never seen it? Leave a comment below. I, I'm legitimately curious. Same. Just a show of hands, please. Show of hands. A show of hands. <laughs> Just we see all these hand, hand emojis. emojis. That'd be great. That, that's yes. actually pretty funny. A show, show of hands, please. Uh, who enjoys Game of Thrones? Who watches Game of Thrones? And, and who whose man's is this? Whose who, man's is this? Whose dance is this? Right, guys, just a heads up. Whose um, hands is this? To give you a forewarning, I am delirious, and I'm on my third cup of coffee because I'm tired. If That's just a set of minds. I'm a little weird today. That's why. Just heads up. Heads up, seven up, as they say in the six. Yeah, it was super hot on set today, dude. It was about 105 degrees at its peak. And uh, I can definitely feel a sunburn coming. I feel a sunburn coming, everybody. Don't, okay. Have you exercised Kay. the demons? I had a timer. <laughs> To reapply that sunscreen, and I still peel the layer skin off. But at least I'm not burnt. Hey, that young reapplication. I could feel the sunscreen at one point. The the sweat was causing it to drip into my eyes, and then you get that sizzle. You guys ever get that? You gotta drink it. What? What? Hmm? Uh, No, it says it's toxic on the bot on the bottle. They're just words. Good. Cool. Whatever's (laughs) on the bottle is just propaganda. Cool. Definitely, definitely what, not. That's what do you guys it. think this minute matchup is? Yeah. Leave a comment below. It's probably not what you're expecting unless you were watching the Ismahawk Instagram story today, which by the time you listen to this is probably it's gone with the wind. Wow. It's it's that really great book and also film. Yeah. Rosebud. That's a different That's film. That's the wrong movie. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> I mean, it's still just as great. That's def- you're thinking of Field of Dreams. I'm no, definitely The Longest Yard. I'm gonna, Citizen Sugarcane. I'm going to <laughs> see myself out. With a show of hands, well, I'm going to see myself out. <laughs> lots of stuff seems to be happening yeah. in, uh, lots, in the news. Lots of haps. In the world of superhero and geeky films. Uh... I'm just going to kind of run through them all because there's not really a, a whole lot to go over with most of these. Like, uh, for, for one, my pick for Shazam, Alan Richson, apparently is now currently being eyed for Shazam. Mm. Shazam! I'm glad you did that actually with the microphone pointing down. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yep. I'm a bit disappointed about Alan Richson not being Shazam. I'm not going to lie. Yeah? Yeah. I really wanted him to be. What is character. he in talks for? Hawk in uh, uh, in Titans. Yes, yes. I heard in about Titan. that. And this show is going to be on the DC streaming thing, right? Apparently, exclusively on there. Yeah, exclusively on the streaming service. Yeah, that oh, and Young Justice. That Young Justice. That Young are Justice both, are both going to be exclusively streamed on that uh, DC streaming service. Interesting. Just like, dang, dude. I'm sorry. Can I just like? All the streaming services I have to pay for now. Marvel's doing it now, or Disney's having their own streaming service. You have Hulu, yeah. Netflix, Crunchyroll, uh, HBO. Why? HBO. Can I just pay a uh, like a like a package? A flat premium. Can that I just it, play? Can I just pay like forty dollars a month or fifty dollars a month, and I can get everything? You should do. Th- 
Someone do that. So kind of like what cable used to be? Technically, but just with streaming services. But then they're going to start doing this with streaming services, and then they're going to bundle in a bunch of crap you don't want. Yeah. Yeah. No, they better not. They're going to do it, man. This is It's happening again. They're figuring it out. Uh, Oh, my God. Everyone be prepared. As Scar says. I think the only way to make sure that that sort of thing doesn't happen is to not support the third-party streaming services. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Amen. So third-party streaming services, as in what? As in, like, well, I guess they're technically first parties to host their own content, but like Netflix and Net- well, like Amazon, Disney hosting their own content is like a first-party hosting their own mm-hmm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Technically, all of these services are first-party now because they all develop their own shows. That's true. Yeah. Hey, Tony. <laughs> you throw something at me. Jeremy was, was in the sun the longest, by the way, everybody. Cause since he was shooting, he didn't have any as many breaks as the rest of us. So uh, there's an explanation. Yeah, there's an explanation <laughs> to his wild card esque behavior his, for this um, episode. His uh, slow slip into madness. His descent into madness. Did you ever? Did you guys ever play that uh, arcade game called Taps? Taps. What's Taps? It's that old. Uh, Kind of like Frogger, Pac-Man in that era. Okay. And it cameo in um Wreck maybe it Ralph. It, yes, Wreck It Ralph. Oh, Qbert. I love Qbert. Definitely not the game I was talking about, but sure, yeah, Qbert's dope. So what was what about Taps? Maybe it was called Tapper. I don't know. I was just thinking about that because I was gonna do this. Hey Tony. Great. <sighs> Really Amazing. I ask that you forgive us and bear with us through this madness. We're on this train just like you are. <laughs> and unlike you, we can't get off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. What else happened in the news, brah? Colin Trevorrow leaves mm. Star Wars Episode Nine. Chucked up the deuces like we ouch you. Okay. That Apparently it's... Easier to blow up the Death Star than hold the director's seat. Apparently, man. <laughs> for a Star Wars film. Yeah, that's that's three directors in one year. Yeah. The two for uh, Han Solo and, uh, and now episode what nine. What is happening over in that studio that these directors... They are- have a vision that they want to do. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. Kathleen Kennedy is not messing around. She's mm-hmm. like, nah, we're making Star Wars the way I want to make Star Wars. Basically. <laughs> I would imagine Kevin Feige is like that with the MCU too. We, we just don't hear a lot about it. Or we, we don't hear, like it's not as big yeah. of news as yeah. Star Wars is, I guess. And we, we have heard about it with yeah, Edgar have. Wright and Joss Whedon were both kind of uh, didn't really get their way as directors. So Edgar Wright left and Joss Whedon chose to move on as well. I wonder if Joss Whedon is getting more creative control on the league that is justice. Hmm. Oh, good. Yeah, that's, that's a very good question. Oh. So what do you guys think about Colin Trevor leaving? What did you think about him being on board to begin with? I was actually a little glad. I was a little nervous about him helming the finale of a, the new trilogy. Yeah, that's, what had he geez. directed prior to this? Jurassic World. Oh. That's it? Yeah, the book of Henry, which I never even heard of, so that movie he did, tanked. Yeah, the book of Henry did, or came out after Jurassic World. Came out last year. Okay. Did not do well, huh? That's unfortunate. So, rumors are that <clears throat> that was the nail in the coffin, and they just didn't announce it until now. Wow, that that movie didn't perform well, or okay. no, about him leaving. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Do we have any? Any idea who he might, who they might get to uh, take on the next movie? Nope. I wonder if it's going to be an unknown or someone who's not known for anything super major, mm-hmm. like no big auteur director. How did Colin Trevorrow even get Jurassic World? He just Steven Spielberg handpicked, basically. How? They just know each other. They become know, buddies. He must know someone. First time director helming a multi. Million like a billion dollar budget movie, or not budget, but billion dollar movie. Yeah, that's totally insane. And yeah. it, yeah, didn't that movie perform a reboot of a Very franchise well. that yeah. is billion worth billions of dollars? 
that movie is the reason why he got the job. Yeah, top. It's one of the top grossing films of all time, right? Mm-hmm. It's up there. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that is not something that a lot of people can say. No, I and I enjoyed that first time director, and it's one of the top grossing films of all time. Yeah. Yeah, he was I know it broke really, a, sh- a ton of records. Apparently, yeah. he was feeling really, really confident after that, and it it was reflecting in how he was working with people. Ooh, mm. project. Yeah. yikes! <laughs> that sucks. That's not good to hear. No, it's not. <clears throat> oh man, I mean, nothing humbles you quite like getting kicked off of Star Wars. So. <laughs> I good luck to him. I'm yeah, sure he's sure. gonna have a hell of a comeback later on. A fruitful career. What if they gave a Star Wars movie to Edgar Wright? Oh my god! They should, just, they should give it to Josh Trank. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Throwing some shade Whoa. on that one. Hey, yo, my boy JK. over here. This is this is Joe Montana, but with shade. What up? What? Was that? Yeah, Joe Montana's a famous basketball player. I will, I will, <laughs> I will kill you. I won't kill him, guys. But it's actually a famous baseball player. <laughs> uh, unsubscribe, massive uns- uh, unsubscribe. Just like, yeah, I love tennis. <laughs> so yeah, I won't get into it. But Joe Montana is one of the best quarterbacks that's ever lived, and he was great. Yeah, volleyball. What team was he on? What team was he on? That's the a Detroit great Lions, right? Uh, negative. He was <laughs> on the 49ers. As we say. Manchester uh, United? As we say in Chicago, the 40 whiners. <laughs> so anyway. Don't do that. <laughs> He's sorry, 49er I'm fans. Just, I'm just kidding, guys. It's all in good fun. I'm just joking. I'm a Bears fan. Come on. You can't take me seriously. Yeah, ba- and then Bears fans are like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> Nobody walks away from this conversation in a good position. People are bad no matter what. Whoa. Um. Yeah, I thought I thought that was crazy interesting. Yeah, I'm glad that he's gone. That sounds really mean. I'm I'm, I'm feeling okay I'm that he's gone. Not, that he's off the project because, like Jeremy was saying, it's the finale. It's the third in a mm-hmm. trilogy. Yeah, I want someone. Jurassic World was cool, but it was no Jurassic Park one. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know the funny thing is I actually enjoyed. Jurassic World. I thought it was a fun movie. Dude, I, also I loved w- that movie. I remember I I went and saw that with you, actually, yeah. in theaters. You remember what I said about that movie? Yeah, All you, I wanted from that movie, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you had a great time with that movie. Yeah. I was like, I just want to see a T-Rex fight a bunch of raptors. And if man, I see that... We got that and more. I got, we, got <laughs> we got that, that and, and more. more. And I was like, I'm cool with this, dude. I don't care that this girl I is... I just want to see giant dinosaurs fight. I'm down. Let's yeah, do dude. it. That's why I like Pacific Rim. Robots find, fighting giant monsters. I got what I paid for. <laughs> yep. I wasn't expecting Citizen Kane here. I wanted giant monsters to fight giant robots. <laughs> Just think about that for a sec. Yeah, man. If I want to go have my mind fracked, I'll go watch Westworld. Yeah, no, yeah. Did you finish it? <laughs> oh, my God. Did I finish it? Finally caught up on Westworld for those of you guys who haven't. Woo! Woo! Caught up. Wait, yeah, that, dude. That, that show yeah. is freaking crazy. Have yeah, you ever questioned the nature of your reality? Have you ever questioned your Oh man, so good. No, okay. no, it's about robots. <laughs> what it's door? About, it's about robots. What door? Yeah, dude. What door? I was like, what? <laughs> so, oh. uh, are we pretty much? I mean, yeah, with I mean, yeah, I mean there's that's, not really too much. I feel so bad, like in the sense of, like career wise. Like Abrams that. should do it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, he should. But he won't. In the sense of, no, he won't. In the sense of him like not getting it, like that kind of sucks, and like it almost kind of feels like if I was in that position, like I'm being dismissed, like I'm not good enough. So like that's really where like my head's at. Like I feel bad for him in that sense. Sure. But I mean, you've got. I really don't this feel f- good that anybody gets fired from their job. Yeah, no. it's like I mean, it um, sucks because like, but you've gotten this far. Yeah. So I'm sure like a slip up like this could be just enough, like at least within the situation for him to push himself. To the next level, and I, I think that's really honestly where you see the the best direction ever come. Imagine this is, is like him just taking a step back and gathering, yeah. just gathering his, himself. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like let me. Okay, it's like all right. Uh, okay, that I see. I'm kick. I'm okay. not untouchable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, got it. Let's, who, uh, let's who get back would you to like, work. Who would you like to see in the director's chair? Oh my god, dude. Um, me. T- 
Tarantino. I'm just kidding. That would, be, that would not be, I got to say, that would not be a good movie. I wouldn't want to see it. I wouldn't want to see the Star Wars movie. I mean, I would like to see a Star Wars movie directed by Tarantino, but I don't want to see episode nine right. directed by Tarantino. <laughs> right. Could you imagine a Star Wars movie I directed can't. by Tarantino? Honestly, I can't. A lot of talking. It would just take place in one room. <laughs> a lot the of close ups on scroll, space food. The whole opening scroll scrolls past the screen and then it continues into the conversation that people are talking. Sitting on a ship, dude. What about? Okay, let me ask. We should make that. We should turn that into a video. <laughs> if Tarantino directed Star Wars, <laughs> hey, we did Star Wars with lens flares. Why don't we do that? Leave a comment below if you'd like to see us do that. That video. would be a hoot. <laughs> dude, <laughs> what if we did like a crazy? So, life. what if we do a Star Wars video that contains four scenes and each of us direct a scene for, or some four room stuff right here? Yeah, and then put it together in one short. Like an anthology almost? That's yeah. crazy. In each of our own styles. Damn. That okay. almost seems like a web series at that point. Mm-hmm. Like we each do an episode or something? Even even if we just each directed like the same dialogue scene. Like we directed the same scene, but it was all... That'd be cool. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be interesting. That'd be actually hella dope. That'd be really cool. Hmm. Huh. Would you guys like to see that? Leave a comment below. That'd be cool, <laughs> yeah. I would like to see just... While we're here. Like, just the thing about this for so just a second. So, would you guys be in the project? Because then Depends. you would see how Depends. each other, how you guys would do it, you know? And that would that affect the way you do your scene? Either we all use the same actor, or mm. the actors change. I wouldn't want to be in a project that I'm seriously directing. I, I don't want to be the main character in a project I'm seriously directing. I want... Like I don't mind being a supporting, right. but like I need to be able to, I need to be able to focus. So on we what get. I'm doing. So we should get an outside, like another actor, mm-hmm. actress, in this project, and each of us direct him or her that little scene. Or we all write the scene together. Write the scene together, and then we each cast. And direct and choose the location on our own. Okay, I like that. Who would like do that. your cinematography though? Because obviously you would do. Oh yeah. Or would you do your cinematography? Uh, I don't know. That's tricky. That's a really good question. I have to think about that because I'm I'm not Soderbergh. <laughs> so just get Deacons on this. Call yeah. Your, call Let's- your call your boy Raji Deek Deek. For those of you who don't know, Roger Deek Deek. No. Or, or, <laughs> no. 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 Or no. Roger Deakins is a world-renowned cinematographer known for many a hey, film. Hey, you use his full title. Roger Deakins, ASC, BSC. Sir Roger Deakins, ASC, sir BSC. Sir Roger Deakins, ASC, sir. BSC. I mean, he could be, but I don't is think he. Is he sir? No, I don't think so. He should be. Yeah. He should be knighted. That guy's amazing. He should be knighted. Skyfall? Okay. I need to get this okay. off my chest. Okay. Oh, yeah, you finally saw I it, finally right? I finally watched Skyfall. The cinematography can be off-puttingly good at times, <laughs> to the point where I'm like, this doesn't feel like an action movie anymore. <laughs> it feels so it is, yeah. different. Yeah. It's like, it is the most different Bond movie in the in all Bond movies. Yeah. It's not, it's like, it's super, super stylistic. There's so many silhouettes. The use of silhouette is ridiculous. It's silly ridiculous. Saying <laughs> Tony's like, what? What are you doing? All right, yeah. So there you go. Oh, he is knighted. I knew it. Oh snap! Crackle and pop. His <laughs> CBE, <laughs> Commander of the British Empire. Dang. I mean, there are five different classes. Top, the most senior of which is knight. So I don't. I mean, that's part of his title, but I don't know if he is a knight or he is knighted. That's Can you crazy. be a knight if you're not British? No. Well, he most definitely born. is British, but... You have to be born in Britain, I believe. Born Roger in Alexander Deacon, CBE, ASC, BSC. It's a lot of acronyms. It is. All well-earned. How do you do that? <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. Well, you we'll just start signing. Later. You Actually, you when you're signing legal documents, you just go and you just write, uh, Tony Smith. Esquire. Esquire. Doctor, Dr. Tony what? Smith Esquire. If you put it on enough official documents, maybe it'll stick. 
I don't. I don't think that's how you do it, bro. No one follow that advice, please. Nope, don't follow that advice. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, that's definitely forging of legal documents. That's definitely not good. Hello, catch me if you can. Yeah, that's yeah. Catch me if you can. Take take a gander. That's what that is. Take a gander. So I was gonna say that. For the last, for the ninth episode of Star Wars, I think um, James Cameron or Steven Spielberg. I think James Cameron mm. obviously would make it. It would be very hard have James Cameron jump on that because, like, he's yeah, because it'd never be finished he's, on he's, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. James Cameron, but, uh, dude. I don't want James Cameron to direct Star Wars because I want to see it before I'm freaking forty. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think in the sense of uh, like on a technical basis, like on paper, that sounds incredible. Oh yeah, um, dude. If James Cameron did a standalone Star Wars movie, like one of the spinoffs, it would be in Times New Roman. It would be. <laughs> yeah, the his script, script would be, be in sure. Times New Roman. And no one would say anything about it. <laughs> you wouldn't dare say anything about yeah. it. So, anyway. uh, James, there's... Never mind. Yeah, never mind. You're good. For those of you who yeah, don't know, there's a common, uh, a common understanding in Hollywood that, uh, that you're supposed to write in the font Courier New. That's mm-hmm. like... All you your don't... scripts have to be Courier New. If it's not, if it's in any other font, they won't, like, ca- agents... Agencies, studios won't even look at your script and they'll just throw yeah. it away. They don't take it seriously. Yeah. Except unless Un- it was written by James Cameron. Yes, <laughs> unless you are James Cameron himself, that won't ever fly for anyone. <laughs> James Cameron f- turns in the script, like his next script in Comic Sans. Oh like, I my just want to see. He could do anything. He probably, He's going like, to make it a billion dollars. He can write it however he wants he to. He submits it. scripts. <laughs> in Times New Roman, the, like that's usually not even an option in script writing programs. So he probably wow. wrote it in like Microsoft Word or something. Wow. You know, I bet he just writes in Courier New now. He probably just oh, uses yeah, soft, for- <laughs> or someone else just actually writes it for him. That yeah. was probably like back kid, in the day. His kid is probably like, "Hey, uh, Dad, you should probably use this software. It's Check free. this out. It's Celtex. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> or Final Draft if you use Mac. Or Adobe Story. Yeah, all these options. Oh my god." Or there are a bunch of iPhone options. There you go, guys. Hey, don't let your dreams be dreams. Download some script writing software and start writing some scripts. Yeah. Start making some movies. You got an iPhone. You got a great Cell camera right in free. your pocket. Go do it. Get up. Get Lose up. Get it. off your feet. Stop listening to this podcast. If you're sitting down while listening Get to this up. podcast, stand up. Stand I don't up. Know, just, you don't need to do anything. Just stand up. You stand know? up. For Get a little circulation right. in your legs. Get up. Stand up. I want to go to sleep. Stand up. Fire right. Anyway. Want some more coffee? Okay. Here. Yellowbird. Hey, that uh, that mug actually is because we sold 500 items on our Teespring th- Teespring store. Excuse okay. me, Teespring store. Thank you to everybody who's been buying our stuff Thanks, on Teespring. Guys. They sent us a mug as a thank you. Oh hell yeah! Mugs are tight. Should have sent a mug out to everyone who bought something. <laughs> they should have just sent us like a million dollars, but you know, <laughs> so we could have sang that song. If I had a million dollars. Oh yeah, that's okay. a great song. That's this is so good, guys. You should definitely check that song out. Superman. Superman. Okay, so back to what I was saying. I think Steven Spielberg could be a great option as well. I think that's more, uh, a little bit more of a grounded option, and we know that he knows how to make adventure movies. True. See, I feel like Steven Spielberg has passed his golden age, and he makes dated movies now. He's not adapted with the times not keeping up with the new generation. So sure. he doesn't really understand the new generation. He understood our generation when we were kids, most definitely, but I think he's out of touch now. I don't think that means his stuff is is no poor in quality at all. It's still amazing work. It's oh, just, yeah, it's it's just definitely dated. very quality work, but it's dated, and Star Wars is supposed to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. That's what it's always stood for. Yeah. Or, a new young director is probably a... Mm-hmm. A good choice. A young, hungry director like George Lucas was when he made the first Star Wars. Though, I gotta say, your boy Steven Spielberg coming in and working on a Star Wars film would be kind of beautiful. That That would would be very magical. It would be kind of beautiful. I I mean, mean, Ron Howard is working on Yeah, That'd be actually pretty cool if Spielberg came and worked on one. That's like... Which I'm sure he's worked on all of them at some point, to be honest with you. And then Francis Ford Coppola comes in and does one too. Let's get all the film school kids back together. <laughs> yeah, right. On Let's one rally of the, world. Up the class. 
Anyway. Hey. Yeah. What if Denis Villeneuve directed it, dude? No, man. How? He, all these directors have very distinctive styles. Yeah. They're better off doing the stand, like standalone Star Wars movies. Right. Not I, something part of a full trilogy. Totally. I feel like Edgar Wright could make a really, really dope spinoff Star Wars film. I'd I want it to that. be about like a, like the way that they did like the Old Republic, where they would always follow these like bounty hunters or people that would like raid or pillage and then like steal stuff. I think and then Denis Villeneuve would be good for that. Like a smuggler story. That'd be really yeah. cool. Following a bounty hunter. Villeneuve would probably be dope for Boba Fett standalone. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shot by Roger Deakins. Ooh. Calm Any star, star Wars Calm movie down. shot by Roger Deakins would be crazy. It'd be super gritty. I dude. mean, they're like buddies now, apparently. <laughs> like Roger true. Deakins shoots you guys see, all of his um, stuff now. What was that movie he did about the cartel? Sicario? Oh, yeah. my That movie was God. intense. Dude, the, did you see that film? You need to watch. Dude, the s- cinematography. Oh, yeah. And like the visual cues. Did you just like, whoa. <laughs> There are Dude. so many shots, and I'm just like, wait a minute. That shot of, uh, was it, is it dusk or dawn? And you see the silhouettes of the soldiers walking through field. It's like, Ooh. what yeah. am I there's looking a, at? There's a few shots where I was just like, whoa, dude. Like, there's a There was a shot where it was, um, it was a panning shot, and it, was, it went from when they were stopped at the cars, and it went across. The car, uh, the car that they were holding the prisoner in mm-hmm. to, and it rested back on a different subject to a car that knew that there was, because basically what it was, there was a prisoner in a car and um, they had to transport it from Mexico to Texas without anybody knowing. Mm-hmm. And one of the, uh, somehow some cartel. Oh, at the border gangsters, patrol? Yeah, figured it out at the gangsters and they were all stuck in traffic. And it, so it shot across, showing you all the traffic yeah. across the car. And rested on uh, a four or five car links behind, and I was like, "What, dude?" When the <laughs> feds were coming up to that car, and the guy got out, oh my god! Dun, 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 dun. And he was just, "Whoa!" Hey, Freaking Josh Brolin in that movie. He goes, "You want to die?" He's like, "You want to die today?" And the guy, <laughs> and the guy like looked at him, and he like and just kind of looked back at him, and he tried to open his door. Dude, I was like close, close quarters with like M4s, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh damn! Wait, oh, Josh, he is, he's not good. He is oh, not damn. okay. He's, his his time has ended. Josh Brolin? Yeah, no. Josh Brolin was in that movie. Well, no, that scene though. I thought it was Josh Brolin. I thought it was Benicio del Toro. Oh, it was in Benicio that scene. Del Toro. Yeah, 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 in that scene. In that scene, yeah. No, it was him that because he was the one that was speaking Spanish. You're yeah. right. Do you want to die today? And he and he, and he said it like super like calm. And the guy's face like looked at him, and I was like, "Oh man, that was you did that on purpose. <laughs> you did that on purpose, man." And the man. guy like tries to pull a gun out and like get out dun, of the car dun, 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 dun. so fast. You're just like, "Oh, so what brutal. about that shot? What about that shot where he saw someone in the in the rearview mirror or the oh, side yeah, yeah. car window?" I was like, "Whoa!" And he was just like, Boop. "You're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh my god!" You're like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. That, that Can you imagine stressful. a Star Wars movie shot by Roger Deakins? Oh my! Goodness. I can't wait for Blade Runner. Oh my god! Oh man! Oh, we're... I can't. It's I can't like, imagine a what? Star Wars movie shot by Roger Deakins. I just imagine a lot of silhouettes. Yeah, yeah and it like would be. every single shot looks like it was painted. Every yeah. shot just looks like a photograph. I mm-hmm. honestly think that he would, he would pull all the stops out for that film. Mm-hmm. He didn't already for Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah, he would just like up he it would, up. He would up it up. Yeah. Let's go to the let's go to the, the question from our from our lovely, beautiful, amazing, awesome peoples. So, uh, Earthcore Studios uh, posted on Patreon posted a question. But before his question, he says, "I gotta say thanks. This summer, I finally beat my depression and anxiety, and you guys are part of the reason I did. When I needed a distraction, Ismahawk was there. Uh, awesome, Earthcore Studios." Love you, dude. We love you, man. Thank you for supporting us and and being there for us. You fight the good fight. Yeah, we're here for you. You're there for us. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's about family. It's a cycle. It's about family. It's about uh, family. So his question is, uh, <clears throat> pineapple on pizza or no pineapple on pizza? I'll do it. I eat anything. 
Yeah, no, technically Jeremy would eat anything. He'll eat that cardboard box over there if I if like he if I there's sriracha on it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean if there's pineapples <laughs> on it, he's eating it. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so how about you, bro? I mean, I don't mind pineapples on pizza. It de- it totally depends on where you're getting the pizza, obviously. Like, I'm not a big fan of like Pizza Hut or Caesars, um, or like Papa John's. But I do enjoy I do enjoy some Domino's. I like Domino's. Too. Domino's is good, man. It's I garlic. Like I like me some Domino's. You know what I mean? And okay. <laughs> Blaze, Blaze Pizza, bro. Blase. Oh yeah, Blase, 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 dude. Pieology. Pieology. Study wrong. of pies. I love pieology. Not wrong. So fun fact about pineapples. Uh, Jeremy, Angela, Carissa, Tony, and I went out to a bar, a tiki bar for Tony's birthday and uh, they served a drink and uh, it had a pineapple on it and a slice of pineapple and I instantly came to the realization that I've never eaten a pineapple before whoa I've had right (laughs) I've had pineapple juice I've had like Dole Whip yeah I've had Dole Whip I've had pineapple Based things, but I've never taken a bite out of a pineapple. Whoa! We just didn't really have them around oh my, my house God. when I was a kid. Dude, is you need to try dried pineapples. It's that sounds awesome. So good because I um, I took a bite out of that pineapple slice and and I'm a little disappointed it took me this long. It took you 27 years. Yeah, dude. dude pineapples are pretty pineapple. good. Pineapple. I eat that shit on pizza. Dude, pineapple is so bomb by itself. Like if you get a good pineapple. Eat, I would Google how to cut it because there are, there are like specific ways how to cut it. A goog. Um, but like that is one of. Wait, the, you just can't just bite into it. I would bite, bite into it. a pineapple. That's not. No, something no, no, I Tony, would do. Tony, Tony, it's all right. Yes, you do. <laughs> Great, I'm excited to go buy a pineapple. Just, just like regular apple, right? Exactly like a regular apple. Yep. You can peel it like a banana. Yeah. No, just it's do just it from, like an apple. You don't have to turn peel it upside it. down and peel it like a banana. Yeah, that's the right way. Okay, good. <laughs> and then after you're done taking the first bite, stick a straw into it and start drinking the juice straight out from the middle. See, the thing is, is I don't know if we're still joking. Can you <laughs> actually do that? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go. Pineapple I, juice is actually really good for you. Pineapple juice is delicious. I've had pineapple juice before. I've had pineapple-based things, but just never a piece You need of to try dried pineapples. It's like you're eating candy. Really? Yeah. I love candy. Let's Sell do it. It's, like, it's almost like a... It almost tastes and like the texture is almost like a gummy bear, almost yeah, a little bit harder. Almost. But yeah, it's it's really weird. You're like, this is not, this is real pineapples. This isn't weird. This is real. Whose pineapples <laughs> is this? Whose pineapples is this? Is this? Whose pineapples is these? Okay. Okay. So so what about so you like pineapples on pizza then? I mean, I, mean, I guess you haven't had it, but you in theory. Yeah, I, I'm down with that. You know, I. You're downtown. I've been I've been trying to be I like more to adventurous. Float down that river. With what I'm eating mm-hmm. lately, because I grew up being very picky, and then lately I've just been like, no, nah, I'm just gonna, just gonna eat it, whatever. That's what's up, dude. Um, and uh, and so yeah, I'd eat a pineapple. I eat some some pizza with pineapples on it. Yeah, well, yeah. What That's about good, you? Man. I know you don't really like pizza anymore, though. But when I did like pizza, I did not like pineapple on pizza. I specifically mm-hmm. was like, these two things do not belong together in my mouth. I would you imagine gotta open your savory, mind, right? bro. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it would be my preference, like. If there was a pizza with some pineapples on it, I'd be like, well, I'm yeah. hungry, so I'm going to But then eat people this. eat barbecue pizza all the time. <clears throat> I actually don't love barbecue pizzas. You are a sinner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. I got aggressive. That got a reaction. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate them. I'll eat a barbecue pizza, but if, if I- Yeah, you will. My perfect pizza is a piece of pizza with light cheese, extra sauce. Got it. Extra sauce. sauce. Marinara? Yeah. What kind of sauce? What are the kind of sauce is on Okay, it? marinara. Marinara sauce. Marinara. Pizza sauce. Whatever, bro. Pizza sauce. <laughs> you know, tomato, red, red pizza sauce. T- tomato-based Tomato-based How do you know sauce? it's red? Because I do. Continue. Throw some peppers on there and some pepperoni. That's it. That's all I, I need. I'm a happy boy. We're a happy little I'm, boy. I'm a happy boy. How about jalapenos? Boy. Uh, jalapenos are the best. Cool. Yeah, dude, I like me some barbecue chicken pizza. I like me some buffalo, some buffalo chicken pizza. I like me some cheese pizza. I like me some pepperoni pizza. I like me some meat lovers pizza. 
ham and pineapple pizza. How about margarita? Vegetarian. Vegetarian pizza. I like, just, I just I like, like pizza. pizza. How about margarita? Hey, I ain't got no type. I'll eat all kinds of pizza. I like margarita pizza. pizza. I like the, the with the pesto sauce pizza. I like all kinds of pizza, man. Pizza's cool. I like you ever pizza. had a BLT pizza? I don't think that's a thing. It most definitely it is. is. I've a never thing. had that. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm I'm sure I probably would Bacon, like Bacon, lettuce, and tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You can get it at CPK. Uh, yeah. Boy, CPK. Check it out. You're welcome. Fonk's old brother. Right about now. Fonk's old brother. I have to go to the bathroom. Right <laughs> now, I guess. What else is new? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> and we're back. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you said you had some questions from the face of the book? The face of the book. Um, yeah, give me a second. The face of the book. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, while we're waiting on that, very important question that comes from, uh, your very own James Heffel asks, tacos or burgers? Mm-hmm. It's not even close for me. Tacos. Freaking love tacos. <laughs> Man. Say tacos, burgers. There are some very good burgers. I do love a good burger. Mbuga, 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 hamburger, pink panther, mbuga, pink dancer, mbuga. Alright, uh, tacos probably. After all that. Takis. Nope. Tacos. Takis. That's not. No. Takis are that's flavorful. A that's a chip. That, that's not tacos. Actually, you know, I love me some Them hot young Cheetos, Takis. I cannot eat Takis. Yeah, Takis are. They're not hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, man. We got to make a topic one day that we just talk about hot Cheetos because <laughs> I can talk about those all hot day. Hot Cheetos, man. They're like Cheetos, except hot. hot. Dude, have you gotten those on your sushi burritos? Hell no. Yes, I oh my. That's disgusting. No, it's not. It is amazing. Some would even say crazy maze. You're a hater, no. You're absolutely right. Dude. <laughs> it's like they're Why like you gotta put that, but that's it, though. So What's I got a question from Facebook. <laughs> um, this is from Michael Imholt. Imholt. I'm Holt. Sorry, man. <clears throat> um who put the bop in the bop shabop shabop? Who put the ram in the ram a lama ding dong Who was that man? I like to shake his hand. Made my baby fall in love with me. So I hope that answered your question. I hope I hope it did. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's any consolation. It's not. What, what's a consolation, mama? What? Oh, <laughs> this is one that I think only Tony can answer. Okay. But uh, I think it's a good question I like for Tony. Tony questions. Tony. Yes. Since you're the only one who's seen this show, Patrick Smith asks, would you use the care? Oh, well, I mean, he asked, would you use the character of Preacher in anything? And I'm going to say as of right now, no, because I haven't seen the show. Uh, and I don't think anybody else has except for Tony. Yeah. And his second question, the second part of his question is, have you watched the show? If so, what do you think? What do you think of Preacher, dude? You just started watching it, right? I freaking love that show, man. Yeah. Oh How far my God. in are you? I'm halfway through the first season. Holy hell, yeah. dude. Oh, my God. Holy. So they are, they are doing a really cool format here where they're integrating some kind of, like, curse or something that I have yet to figure out what's going on. But they keep going back to, like, early 1800s in the Wild West. And I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion that Basically, something happens to the preacher, and I don't know if you guys are planning on watching this. This doesn't give away very much. He does develop some kind of power, obviously. If you've ever read the comics, you would know that. Yeah, he's Tony Stark's dad, so that makes sense. No, that's not it. So, I mean, same actor, not same universe. I don't think so. But anyways. um, Okay. He develops this power, and I think the reason it's, it's this, at this point in season one that I'm in, the power is very mysterious. Like, no one knows really what it is, like why he can do the things that he can do, uh, for what reason it picked him and didn't pick anybody else. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. And I think the reason why they keep doing these flashbacks, and guys, the flashbacks are gritty as hell. Like it's all in vignette, but black and white vignette. So you, it's, 
you can see a different, like the color spectrum is limited, but there are different, like you can tell that some things are darker than others, but that's it. So the white is yellow and the blacks are like brown or light brown. And it is, it just so looks. So kind of like a sepia tone? Exactly. Yeah, like a sepia tone. And it like has, so it just looks very Western mm-hmm. and very old and mm. like just riddled in dirt and dust. Like you. Okay. I guess, <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. I don't know, man. All right. Great. So uh, <laughs> there's this really, that's one of the, that's one of the factors that I really love. Like there are a few characters that I'm just like, why are you here? <laughs> but I'm sure the, it'll make sense. Yeah, I it'll guess. make some sense later down the road. But man, when this uh, this preacher gets his powers, dude, it's it's intense, dude. Yeah, it's really intense, and it's a very interesting, cool power too, especially for like a preacher. Mm-hmm. Weird. It's like, wow, that's that's interesting. Okay, okay. If you guys get a chance, I really think you should check it out. But I'll check it out. I would. I would say that Preacher right now is my substitute for Game of Thrones. That's how much I like it. Mm. Like, wow. I, I watch it. Is there only least, one season so far? Actually, a season finale, I think, is tonight of season two. Of mm. season two? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the executive producer is Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. So it's... Whoa. Dude, it, it is very well done. Yeah. Huh. Unexpected? Yeah. Dude, Seth Rogen and his buddy well Evan. What, I can't remember his last Evan name. Evan Goldberg? Yeah. Yeah, Evan Their Goldberg. Yeah. The, show, the guy like, is behind Superbad? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It is very This is good. news to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. It is. It's like, it's one of the coolest looking shows I've ever seen. Huh. Dope. AMC, like, right? Yeah. And yeah. what you were saying about like how, like you were making an example of Steven Spielberg being a little bit out of touch with like, how people watch film now. Mm-hmm. This is all. This is the future of film. The way that this is formatted, the way that it's written, the way that it's shot, how it's acted, how the characters are growing in front of you. Mm. This is the future of film. It's not slow. It's not fast. It's not even. I wouldn't even say that it's medium. It's it's just right. You are getting just enough every single episode. Like, you know how, like, the first two seasons of Game of Thrones, you had to wait for something, like, like truly crazy. See, like, six episodes or nine episodes for something for there, like, to be a huge shift. Yeah. There's already been, like, two or three of those in this show. Mm. And I've, I'm only halfway through the first season. So it's, like, just shift. Whoa, okay. All right. That was interesting. Okay, let's do it. And then shift. You're, like, oh, okay. All right. Cool. But... Specifically, how it looks, you guys are going to be really impressed. Okay, cool. It's super violent, though. Heads up. Nice. Check it out. I'm finishing up Master of None right now, but I'll uh, I'll check it out after. Master of Nunchucks. That's Bruce Lee, by the way. I don't know if you know. That. <laughs> I can dish it, but I can't take it. <laughs> Not with crap like that. What's uh What's another one? Uh, this comes from at Red Night Wings with a Z. Uh, he says, this isn't so much a question as it is a challenge. Make Jeremy pick the next topic from the top of his brain. Go. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? A topic, Jeremy. Go. I think a topic right now. Throw a topic Pineapples out. Pineapples on pizza. No, God man. No, do we just talked one. about that. <laughs> I, something original. Original. We want originality. Original? Think, okay. Jeremy. I, I, how would think. you make a Mass Effect series? How would we make... A Mass Effect series. Yeah. First, we need funding. <laughs> All right. Well, well that's, a, that's a short answer. Let's go over the, a brief <laughs> synopsis of the world so people who haven't played the game at least understand. Mm-hmm. So, Mass Effect, uh, space, I don't know, opera, <laughs> video game, uh, takes place in the future after humans discover a basically something called a mass relay on Mars, which allows them to uh, travel across the galaxy at breakneck speeds. So they can travel across the galaxy, and they meet up with a bunch of other races, Mm -hmm. and it's very Star Wars-esque. So basically... It's great. It's a good series. Yeah. Uh, Humans, this is like present day where it starts out, or the history starts out, and, you know, we go to Mars, and we discover a first human landing on Mars, 
uh, sets foot down, discover some alien tech that had been buried there for a long time, which led them to the location of a mass relay, which is capable of like basically flinging whatever matter across the galaxy to another solar system at the end of which there is another relay that receives the matter. So that enables faster than light travel. That's yeah. That's basically like the premise of of like the rules of the universe, right? Then there's a place called the Citadel, which is a space station where all the alien races It's the hub like the Galactic Council. Yeah. It's like the it's like the New York City to like all these different races. All these different races living on one yeah. space colony. And each species has an embassy at on the galactic at the galactic council at the citadel. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, when humans the got citadel. there um uh, it's like a major part of the story. Uh should we just spoiler? I mean, it's right, been so out. spoiler <laughs> alert for Mass Effect, the original trilogy. Um the citadel was built as a weapon by this race of aliens called the Reapers who basically after every However many 50, thousand years, years. 50,000 years will come back from across the galaxy to wipe out any uh, organic race. Basically wipe out any intelligent life. And then they take that intelligent life and they, they basically like rip them apart and then make, the, make like a... They're like space robots, so they basically make a space robot version of of the races that are around and add them to their army. So yeah, the Reapers are basically the the big so dark threat. side, basically. Kinda, except not the fifty thousand years thing. Dark yeah. side just does what he wants when he wants, how he wants. Yeah, <laughs> much. Yeah. So so the original Mass Effect trilogy is taking place when or uh, after the human race has already discovered the Galactic Council, and you know, like. In the timeline, humans got there to the Citadel and realized, oh, wait, we're, n- we're not the first here. We are actually pretty late to the race, and everyone else in this galaxy had already established strong government in the entire galaxy. We're just last to get there. It's like, well, damn, <laughs> that sucks. So at the beginning of the first game, humans are heavily discriminated against, and they're also, uh, they don't have a seat on the actual, like, galactic council. Yeah. There's three races that are there, or four? Four. It's the Turians, the Asari, the Salarians. Salarians. The Quarians? No, the Quarians don't have an embassy there. But it's, so the original trilogy basically starts there, like the humans rise in the ecosystem of the whole galaxy, basically, and kind of like proving ourselves. So how would you make a Mass Effect series, and when would it be set? This is mid-2100s, by the way. Um, well, story-wise, I think I would want to follow an intimate group of characters. And uh, I feel like I would want to shoot it in the vein of Firefly. So I've if you guys seen Firefly. Yeah. Damn, uh, so Firefly, or uh, the film Serenity, follows like a group of like smugglers... And they're basically, uh, it's like all, it's that sort of like a space western. But basically, this would be uh, like follow a lovable group of characters as they're trying to do something within this universe, not exactly something that will save the universe or destroy the universe, but it's following, just following this, their story. Yeah. Like eventually, I imagine my characters would run into a bigger obstacle, but it would follow a, an intimate team of characters who are just going around trying to survive until they eventually stumble upon something that could cause like maybe some sort of mass extinction. Um, and it would be made up of all sorts of uh, species. It's not just... Uh, would it be set during the original trilogy then? Either before or after, not during at all, not during, because I, I would even say after, because... The threat of the Reapers, like that whole situation in the games, like completely changed the, uh, the I guess, the way the universe worked in that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but or the way the galaxy worked. The way, yeah, the way the galaxy worked. Because this new or the newest game in the franchise is Mass Effect Andromeda, and it's set six hundred years after the original trilogy. 
because it takes 600 years. Just a mere six centuries. Yeah, (laughs) just a mere six centuries. It takes 600 years to travel from Milky Way to Andromeda. That's why it's set 600 years in the future. So I'd actually be interested in hearing what you two would do, knowing as much as you know about that universe, like what kind of story you could craft or what kind of world or like sort of sci-fi type story you would tell within that world, knowing that like... I'd like, um, oh, that's tricky, dude, because I know you don't know a lot about it, but like, I mean, just based off of what you're you're telling me, it seems like it's a pretty big deal, this game. For me, I would try to set up something that could be built upon moving forward so we can make it in, we could, we could keep, so like we could franchise. milk that, yeah, we could milk that franchise as long as we possibly can. So that's, that's what I would attempt to do, um. But that's the thing. We've already seen it in a narrative form, so that's very tricky. Very, very tricky. It doesn't look like they'll be making any more, though, right? It seems like they're just kind of... Andromeda was like it. It was supposed to be the start of a new trilogy, supposedly. But, you know... it still is. EA. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) What do you think, Noel? What's Shepard's journey? Shepard's journey, so he starts off as, I mean, you get to choose his backstory, so I'm not going to get into that, Okay. but he basically becomes, yeah, him or her, sorry, I played as male, Jeremy played as female, Shep, Um, and uh, Shepard's journey is basically he follow, uh, we start the story with him as he's about to become the first human specter, which is basically like a specter in that world is like, is their sort of galactic special ops okay. team. They're a one-man army. They're basically, uh, think of like a special ops Navy SEAL mixed with a spy. So they basically- They kind of like, operate in the gray area of galactic yeah. law. Okay. Yeah. So black ops, kind of. Gotcha. So there are no human specters, but Shepard oh. has gotten to the point where he is being turned, he's being promoted to being the first human specter. Mm-hmm. So- uh, and his job is to go and take out a rogue specter named Saren, who um, basically is doing all this shady stuff and like killing all these people and like cultivating explosives and stealing this old alien, ancient alien tech that they're finding. Because there's this ancient race called the Protheans, which is the race that predates human, well, which predates like any race yeah. in this world. That's the ancient oh. alien tech that we discovered on Mars, which yeah. led Not us sure. to the mass realization. Which is ancient to all the other species as well. Like okay. the Protheans yeah. are... Ancient AF. Yeah, they're ancient yes. AF. Like nobody knows anything about them. Um... And this and, other specter is not a human, obviously, because Shep's the only human one. No, so. yeah, he's a Turian, okay. and uh, I'll show you what they look like. Um, they are Very like... Reptilian. So what else happened? So he's on the search, he's on the prowl. Shepard's on the prowl for yeah. Saren. It's Shepard's story is basically the hero's journey, and he's the one who puts Saren. humans on the galactic map. He's scary looking. Yeah, he's cool. He humans are... Humans are discriminated against, and his that he's like the hero of that story, yeah. kind of thing. By the end of the game, you basically one way or another you get humans on the council. So humans are now on the Galactic Council at the end of the first game, mm-hmm. and then in the second game, you're sent on a suicide mission because uh, there are human colonies, and uh, humans are disappearing from these colonies. Like entire colonies of people uh, are just disappearing, and. Shepard's like, we need to figure out where to go. And they find out that there's one of those mass relays, the things that slingshot you across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a ga- uh, there's one of those called the Omega-4 relay, which is red when all the other ones are blue. And this It's one, very big, and anyone who has gone through this relay has never come back mm-hmm. and never heard from again. <laughs> they so, found out that this mass relay leads into the supermassive black hole in the center of the Milky Way galaxy. What a death trap. Yeah, past the event horizon. So you're like, I don't know what's past there. Yep. And no one has ever come back. So suicide mission. Damn. So the whole second game, you're building up a team to go on this suicide mission. Mm-hmm. And second one's my favorite game in the series. You build up this team and you got to go on the suicide mission. And finally, you cro- and like you got to upgrade your ship and stuff. And you cross through that relay. And all of a sudden, like you just get attacked by this giant alien ship that basically... Uh, works for that basically is I wouldn't even say work for they're basically enslaved by the Reapers yeah alien race that's uh, and they're called the Collectors 
and uh, they just start like open firing on your ship and like destroying all your stuff. And you're basically the goal of, of that game is try to get your entire crew in and out mm-hmm. on that mission without anybody dying, because like if you screw up, like a bunch of your crew members will die. And like you've been building relationship with these characters yeah. the entire game Dang. so you don't want any of them to die but yeah they, but imagine that by that point you've invested well over 100 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> jesus yeah. christ and game and the characters from each game carry over to the next game so if somebody dies yeah. or all of them die in mass effect 3 yeah then they're not gonna or mass effect 2 they're not gonna show up in the third game yeah and right. the characters who are in the first game who show up in the second game and they end up dying then they won't be in yeah. the third game there are choices where the critical choices during the story campaign that you make and one that affects what you, happens in three. Like, wow. it all carries over. Your save file carries over. Then yeah. I, I would make it, to answer the question, I would make it that story. I would make it... Mass Effect 2? Yeah, I wouldn't make it a movie, though. I would make it a show. I'd make yeah. it a series. Make it a... Like, three or four seasons. HBO for that, dude. Exactly. I feel I like one like out like as yeah. as you were saying like characters dying like carry over I'm like Game of Thrones like immediately I was yeah. like yeah. Game of Thrones but I want it shot like uh like Blade Runner <laughs> <laughs> like Blade new Blade Runner yeah new Blade Runner yep 2049 or like uh like a I want it shot like the visuals are gonna be what's what's the spectacle I want the shots to be re- relatively like simple. Okay. Or not simple, but like very organized. Simple. And I want to use like strong composition. Exactly. Okay. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like a giant planet in the background with another with a moon right in front of it. Yeah. And the sun peeking over the edge of the edge of the planet as a ship flies toward the planet. I want to look um I think you'd probably shoot it kind of like you would shoot a western. That's how I would see it in my head. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'd want the, like the planet cinematography to feel like, to look like Drive. What? Yeah. Anytime they're on like planet, anytime there's like dialogue, like I want. Please elaborate. Like Drive <laughs> is very noir. There's a lot of use of yeah. shadows. Mm-hmm. Shadows that. and like you have, they use the noir that noir um, technique where you'll have a character. Um you see like half their face or only their eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll see someone in the background talking to them. It's a super old technique that you only see in like real old movies. It's called that and they cinematographer I was actually reading an article he utilizes the use of quadrants in his frames so yeah. like each each quarter is different. Yeah. Different like has They tell a different story. Yeah. Okay. Heavy. heavy doc. Production that's also production design is a big part of that. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, I, man, I, I feel like you could do so much within that universe, and it really is disappointing if those games don't, if they don't keep making those games, I feel like it's such a missed opportunity, missed opportunity especially like that. Well, they don't want to make anymore, or bu- at least Bioware doesn't. That's, I mean, the, the, the people, all the people who originally like worked on Mass Effect are pretty much gone now. Mm-hmm. At least the like the creative heads like Casey Hudson was uh, yeah. was uh, the project lead and dipped out halfway through Andromeda and that was when I was like oh man and Casey Jones left and now he's part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yep that's what happened what uh yep so do we want to take one final question and then do it and then tune out yeah. skedaddle do it uh well as soon as I can log in skedaddle. Skedaddle. Um, uh, are you on Facebook or Twitter or Twitter? Twitter? Did you go to Facebook already? Uh, not in the last moment. Not in the last moment. <laughs> uh, what is this? What is happening right now? I'm having trouble loading my Facebook. Um. Hmm. Uh, You're the only uh, one that's watched Defenders, right, Danny? I mean, I've only, the only one who's seen it all the way through. Right. Okay. Mm. Okay. I did not love it, guys. I did not love Defenders. Dang. Yeah. Zach Ruff asks if we've seen Defenders. I, I haven't seen started. Defenders start to finish. I was a bit disappointed. I feel like they could have done a lot more there. 
I felt like the story dragged on. I felt like it could have been so much better. Dang. Mm. And I'm sorry, if you really liked it, yo. Yeah, that's cool. Enjoy. I'm glad you liked I'm glad you liked it. The fact that you liked it is is great. Uh that you actually got enjoyment out of it. Uh there were some moments that were like that were super sick. Yeah. There mm-hmm. were moments like there was a moment where they all meet up together for the first time. They're in this Chinese uh, restaurant, just like hanging out and talking, like talking about things. And I was like, oh, this is when it's going to start heating up. That's pretty cool. And like it did get better from that moment forward, but it, I was still pretty. Underwhelmed. Yeah, I was, I was just disappointed. Ah, uh, yeah. Underwhelmed is probably better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not just whelmed. You're yeah. underwhelmed. Damn. Wow. It was a str- I, I, I definitely found myself throwing my arms up like, what? Dude, there, I, I had I, a couple points. I watched him like you were like right on the last episode. Yeah, and he was in the break room where me, Danny, and Noel work, and he was watching. And he just goes, "What?" <laughs> I was just like, "Oh man, I'm not watching the rest of that show." <laughs> I, I was just like, uh-huh. "What? Why did you guys do that?" It's like, "Oh man," because I was uh. like three episodes in, I wasn't enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kind of yeah. the way I felt about uh, Iron Fist. It's just like, I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. I mean, I haven't been wanting to watch it ever since it came out. Yeah. It wasn't as... It wasn't as bad as Iron Fist. In my opinion, Iron Fist was a bit rough around the edges. It felt rushed. But even this... Honestly, it feels like halfway through Luke Cage... They just started rushing. Yeah, yeah, and that's that what it definitely point, felt like. The if you look at like season one of Daredevil, season two of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and the first half of Luke Cage, mm-hmm. all solid. Yeah, one would even say gets better as it goes, and then it got to ha- that second point of Luke Cage. Yeah, and then everything starts to uh, it starts unraveling slowly. Like Luke Cage was still. I wonder like, if there was a change in management. There was. Uh, I, I remember reading something about. Writing was changed or something happened, but dang. Yeah, something happened where they needed to scramble and like I really hope they're uh, taking their sweet time with the Punisher. I think they've been developing Punisher for a while, from what I've heard. So I think it's going to be solid. Yeah. From what I I mean, they've been developing it since season one. No, two? Of Daredevil, yeah. Daredevil, yeah. Two of Daredevil. Which is long. Yeah. A good time. Uh, and we have some insider friends who are saying that like they were rushing, hardcore rushing mm-hmm. Iron Fist, like just yep. trying to get it out so they can get to the defenders. And I thought that was because like, all right, let's just get Iron Fist out as quick as we can so we could just jump to defenders because that's the script that we have. But like, it even feels like defenders was a bit rushed to me. And what are they trying to rush to? Yeah, I'm. I thought defenders was like that. I, I don't know. Maybe rush to make more money. I don't know. They're what- just trying to jump on this train as fast as they can before it dies out. Maybe. It's not going to die out, though, man. He's such, like... If it's good, if the material's yeah, good, it yeah, will die I'll out. Yeah, I'll wait if it's good. What's going to die out? Just make the movie. Yeah, like... <laughs> he's making a new tagline. I see what he's doing. Stupid. Very, Hashtag make the movie, and it's an angry Jeremy face. Just make the movie. <laughs> just make the movie. Just make the movie. I'll do it on three. One, two, three. Just make, make, make the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Great. Hashtag. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you got a short one, we can do one more. Other than that, we can uh, dip Adelphia. Let's dip Adelphia, man. All right, man. We're going to dip Adelphia. Adelphia. Uh, cool. We're going to dip, dip, dip Adelphia. Dip. No. Dip Adelphia. <laughs> dip. Dip. Nope. Dip Adelphia. <laughs> dip. Nope. Dip Adelphia. <laughs> dip, right, dip, dip Adelphia. Dip, dip, Diffadelphia. Dip, dip, Diffadelphia. Dip, dip, Diffadelphia. <laughs> the people okay. listening to the audio are like, God dang it, guys. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, check out our Patreon if you want to support us even further. We have been posting uh, previews and sneak peeks of our new videos on uh, on our uh, Instagram stories and whatnot. So definitely follow us on Instagram. Um, they're the same as our Twitter handles, except for Noel. Uh, he's now ew. And, uh, 
Let's see. Uh, like us on Facebook if you're if you're not. We're trying to post a lot more on our social media. Please support us on there. And do do do. Do, 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 what are we? Oh, check out the ISMA vlogs, guys. What are you doing not checking out the ISMA vlogs? If you, have you seen the ISMA vlogs? Leave a comment below if you have or have not been. Because if you have not been, you should do it. And if you have been, well then, thank you. But yeah, we've been all working really hard, especially mm-hmm. Nolan and Jeremy on the ISMA vlogs. So definitely uh, send them your love. Let them know that they're doing a great job. I uh, think the series has turned out really cool so far, so check that out. And uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Lachef. He's at Noel Lachef. He's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. He's at Walk on Tony. And uh, our Instagrams are the exact same, except Noel. He's uh, at now ew. At now ew. Actually, it does work for you. I feel like it's one of those things that like catches the eye. No. Is that how you pronounce it? No. Nothing matters. Oh, okay, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Losing Carrey all right hope now? was freedom. All right, all right, Jim Carrey. You got it, man. There are just things happening. Holy God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah? I expect that from me. <laughs> You're just like so taking it back right now. I'm taking a front. <clears throat> I'm, I'll take the front, you take the back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>